1: the Play to Win podcast where we talk about winning in CEDH.
2: I'm Dylan. And I'm Cameron. This week we're going to be taking a look at all of the most recent updates that they made to the CEDH deck list database. I believe this update was on the 30th of August, so, uh... We're about a, a week, just about two weeks by the time this video comes out off. Um, but we got a lot of really cool decks that we want to get into. So
1: if you're real quick, if you're not familiar with the DDB is, the CDH decklist database, this is just the resource that many CDH players use to get a, a good jumping off point at what decks are being played a lot. It's mainly for newer players so they know what they can expect at CDH tournaments. It's not the definitive meta this is CDH list. Um, these are just options, and these are what other players have found success with in the past. So it's a good starting point, and we're going to talk about some decks. Exactly. So we're going to pop right in with a new color combination that's added to the
2: database, which is incredibly exciting here. We have Timna Tevesh
1: Prison Tentacles stacks here. It's amazing that there has not been an Orzov list on this list f- this entire time so right? far. No commander has been good enough. Timna is just the best Orzhov commander, and Timna says you can play two more colors if you want. Exactly, exactly. You don't necessarily need to. The problem was just that you didn't really have good
2: things to do in your colors. But now, Stax has been in a really good spot for the past couple months much longer than couple months at this point um and we don't really see it going anywhere so there are definitely gonna be a lot of new flavors of stacks that are in here what i like about this list in particular um is that you do have two card advantage engines in the command zone um and one tevish specifically can get around rule of law pretty nicely which is also very cool um couple of notable cards that I liked in this deck in particular. Um, Vanishing Verse seems like a very interesting removal spell uh, that gets rid of... Uh- pretty much like any problem piece that you have there's really not a lot of multicolored decks that are out in the format right now gets rid of underworld breach uh, you're right I'm sorry there's a lot of multicolored decks I don't know why I said that <laughs> not a lot of multicolored cards out there that are causing too many problems permanent specifically so um really like that in there too uh, what you're trying to do to win in this deck is get yourself stacks out to a point where you can get Razaketh into play and then from there you can set up wins with the Re- Leonin Relic Warder animate dead blood artist combo finish and there's a, a couple of um, pieces in there that act as redundancy for that combo.
1: Yeah, and what I like about that combo a lot here is that combo is normally for very fast decks. Right? That's how a fast deck wins, is quickly reanimate Razziketh when you have a couple of things that you can sac mm-hmm. using maybe a life and death or something. Um, But this deck is a deck that is prepared to go slow and is interested in going slow, Mm -hmm. but has a win condition that can fire off really quick when it needs to. I think that's a powerful resource to have in a stack stack.
2: Yeah, it is. It it is really nice. And a a lot of the problems with those stacks that are just trying to win through combat damage. They can't win quick enough. You can't, because somebody eventually draws their Chain of Vapor and then... That's all that they needed to continue to go off from there, so... Yeah, but um,
1: this deck looks looks solid. Lots of card advantage, lots of ways to interact.
2: I don't think I understand Giant Killer. I think this might be the one thing that I don't know if I understand. I I think it's mostly used for the top ability. I'm struggling to figure out what (laughs) creature with power 4 or greater, like I'm... Like, maybe Razaketh, like maybe other Razakeths, um...
1: I'm not really sure. But I don't I'm, know that one. I'm not
2: sure. <laughs> is there is there anything this in the primer is, on this one? Uh, no, there's nothing in the primer on this card in particular. So, um, <laughs> Sniffy, S-Siniffy, I'm sorry. I'm also mispronouncing your name and insulting your card choice. But, <laughs> I just um, don't get this one. <laughs> I, just, I don't understand that one card in particular. And you're probably a lot smarter than me for putting that in there. Maybe it's like Tech Is that
1: anything? Like is the, like it's you it, just get to like tap, tap Najeela, down the so I don't know there are
2: there, what other commanders go into combat like Xur? that doing do that
1: Zerk could Yidris? be like that too it might be maybe more... this person's metagame is just all the Zerk Because that is
2: a great stacks piece against like Yidress
1: right yeah. they just are They're never going
2: to be able to use yeah. their commander it's basically like a, a another weird copy of um, of Dranath Magistrate right. What? Yeah. What creature would you want to destroy that has power four or greater? I have no clue. I have no clue what in the format has Siref's power. Sirens in?
1: It? Right. Just, I or Razzik. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right? those, yeah. those are the only two. This deck looks solid though. But this definitely seems it, cool. It's a good deck. It seems like it seems like it's really it can really hold its own. Yeah. Exactly.
2: All right. The next one we're going to talk about is Malcolm. Breaches. You know, I should probably read what the actual description on the databases of these decks as well, just so we have this. It's called "Welcome
1: to Treasure Island." I love that. I love that. I I love that. that Deck lists Mm -hmm. are like turning into what I interpret as like. 2000s emo bands where they're just like a full sentence is the name. (laughs) Yes. Like that's what this is. I like that. Yeah. Welcome to Treasure Island. (laughs) I'm, although
2: I go to Muppet Treasure Island. I'm expecting Tim Curry to sing a song to me. Um, So this is an adaptive deck that either wins quickly with layered combos that run through Malcolm or transitions into a grindy control plan that uses both commanders to generate value before pushing through a win. So when you take a look at this deck, um, this looks like kind of a classic curiosity type style deck, but there's a lot of other really cool things that you can do in here, A lot too. Of power in this deck. A lot of power. There's a Niv-Mizzet right in, in this 99. deck, right? Yeah, so
1: the, there's... And a, a Consecrated Sphinx, two six drops.
2: Right, yeah, so a lot of cool stuff. So not only do you have, like, fancy pirate synergies that go yeah. in this deck because there's that... Um, oh, where's... The, what's the name of it? Um... Oh, I just I just missed the name of this card. Um what does it do? but there's the one that lightning rig crew, that's the one I'm looking oh, for. Oh sure, can, yeah. Pirate with
1: with curiosity, that's yeah, pretty good. Exactly,
2: right. Um, already Malcolm and Glinthorn Buccaneer is an infinite combo in and of itself. Uh, which is also very cool too. This
1: deck can also make a lot of mana. Malcolm makes a ton of mana, Malcolm but also breaches can also grab lands and also like right. mana rocks off of your opponent's library. So it's actually
2: a really cool, really cool card advantage engine. You can also win through Kiki-Jiki combos.
0: Oh, fun! There's a couple I love of Kiki-Jiki, Kiki-Jiki combos. combos.
2: So Kikijiki can combo with um, Kiki-Jiki can combo with Pestermite in this deck. And I'm pretty sure that it said that there was one other thing that it can combo with as well.
1: That kind of makes... Ooh, Imperial Recruiter. That turned Imperial Recruiters into a one-card combo because you find Imperial Recruiter and you get right? Kiki-Jiki, Kiki-Jiki, Kiki, tap Imperial Recruiter to find Pestermite, play Pestermite, untap Kiki-Jiki. And you can game. already kind of go through your deck like that too.
2: My favorite card in this deck, though, is Pyre of Heroes. Oh, because sure. Because you're running so many pirates and you can just kind of go through your deck. And my favorite part it's is that... Birthing like, Pod for Blue-Red Pirate right? deck. Right, exactly. But, like... There is a good amount of, like, goblins that could also be.
1: So, oh, sure, yeah. Like,
2: you can actually, you know, sacrifice Breaches, who is a four-mana converter cat Converter Goblin to find Kiki Jiki that way.
1: That's perfect.
2: Right? And then yeah, that way, oh my, there's like so many big brain things that you could do with Pyre of Heroes in this deck. Like a card that I never thought was going to go anywhere, but is actually really good. I love that you get to run like In the fiery, right deck. Yeah. Right? In the right deck. You get like fiery cannonade hilariously enough as a oh, as yeah, a, a oh board yeah, That's deck, a really good piece right? of interaction, and it doesn't, right? And uh, it doesn't affect your shit either. Like it's really freaking cool. Like you just go to the winning the game part on the, the primer and there's more ways than... I've ever it's very a layered. that This deck is very now. layered. Yeah, exactly. A lot, a lot of, s- lot of cool stuff. stuff going on. We've seen Malcolm breaches for a long time. It's just nice to finally
1: see it. See, on officially the on the list. Yeah, yeah this, exactly. this deck, this deck it seems like it has it all. It has mm-hmm. mana and card advantage in the command zone. Powerful cards. Love it. I, the only thing I could think is maybe it's a it's a half step slower than ad nauseum deck. So. Well, that is the thing, right? right? Like you, you're limited in your. You colors. have spell pierce in this deck. Do you, what, 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 yeah, I have to hold up cheap interaction as much as possible in the early turns, possibly. But yeah, that is the thing. You do. Run things like delay even like you're sure. in you're limited on your
2: color so you do have more options to run for some um, of your actual but. counter spells but deck seems sweet yeah, deck seems sweet. So we're gonna move on. We're gonna actually go to uh, Witherbloom
1: Evolution.
2: Oh, this deck has to be good. Uh, this deck is really cool.
1: So um, I'm loving Witherbloom Apprentice being like more of a <laughs> of a combo. I think this combo, I think right? is very good.
2: This is kind of your your typical uh, Jun style ad nauseum uh, Rograk flavor that you see here. So this is going to be using Rograk to do things like culling the weak shenanigans, um, and because you are in black still, you know you have access to Diabolic Intent. Um, so taking advantage of, of rack and the life gain of Ikra Shadiki is actually a, a really cool way to put two different, like, like the bad farm list and the Roger Silas list together into a Jund flavor instead.
1: Yeah, this deck is doing basically exactly what both of those decks doing. Cool cards to note. Doom mm. Whisperer is in here.
2: That was my cool card to note, actually. Who is it? it? Okay. Like, it, it's kind of like a new uh, Bolas of Citadel yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, especially
1: if you have Bolas of Citadel out, which this deck is mm. running, or Underworld Breach out. Yeah. This, deck's, this card seems really good. Five Feels mana is awesome. a lot, but... If you resolve it, if, especially mm. if you've been gaining some life with Ikra, yeah. that ability is very powerful. Exactly.
2: Once you Adnaz, you're really trying to win the game with the Witherbloom-Chain of Smog combo right there. Um, but there's also some grinding station shenanigans that you can also get into with this deck as well. So, um, really, really cool version of Adnaz, a fast Adnaz that you have yeah. that's not necessarily Corvold, Corvold right? Yeah. Which is Corvold is better than that? Um, so, I am going to say... <laughs>
1: Corvold's really I don't good. Know. Corvold I stepping is really outside good. of Corvold to and it's right? other John Dye, I'm not sure.
2: But like it would make sense that putting together Bad Farm and
1: Roger Silas would would be lead really you to good, this. Right? Yeah. it, it yeah. seems like this that would deck be really is good. Probably good. Yeah. Is its win rate higher than Corvold? I don't know. Ikra costs the same as Corvold, but
2: which would you rather have? Doesn't enjoy your cards, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, um, that's all I have to say about that deck. Let's uh, move on. We are going to move on. So the next one that we are going to move on to, um, is actually Bruise, Tarl, Kamal, Heart of Karosa, Brute Force. Brute! Brute! Yes, I'm a, uh... <laughs> Like in this deck, too. So this is a win-con-less rule-of-law deck, leveraging the inevitability both in its generals. You get to uh, play so many creatures. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, so many. Yeah. Um, and you're basically trying to close out the game with, with combat damage. Uh, you're also running Possibility Storm and Knowledge Pool locks as well. Hard lock. Exactly. Hard lock that eventually just will, again, win you the game with Kamal. Kamal is kind of your, your way to go. Bruise is also kind of nice because helps you kind of push through a bunch of extra damage. Um we'll see a theme in the deckless database update especially as we get to the Brewers Corner that uh, Kamal seems to be a really strong stacks commander
1: very popular yeah
2: definitely Uh, a lot of these stack stacks are just looking to get to the very late game where they are able to hard cast their 8 mana commander and just beat face with whatever kind of beater
1: that thing is this is really the end of the spectrum i think of like creature based stacks if blood pod was pushed as far mm-hmm. as it could go it, it probably ends up at this deck you realize black you take it out no time for tutors just play more creatures <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> just
2: more stacks pieces everything that you have is just supposed to stack your opponent out and not actually try to win the game so um, kamal will just do
1: that and give it enough time exactly, If you can resolve yeah. kamal with four or five other yeah. creatures out kamal is just right. has a clock Hopefully they can't win the game mm-hmm. in those couple turns.
2: So if, if, you, if you like going to time, this is the deck for <laughs> you. <laughs> We're going to move on to one of my favorite additions then to the database uh, with this update. This is Thrasios Crark High Life. Uh, this is actually a manual storm deck that uses uh, High Tide, um, which is really stupid when you can copy it with Crark. Wow. Right? You just kind of keep going off and you're basically trying to abuse... Uh, Quark in your rug color combination here. Um, you're, it, it, it's certainly different from other manual Quark builds because you aren't necessarily built to um, maximize it. Right, there's no Sakashima that's in this list, but you still do you still do have cards like Tavern Scoundrel uh, that helps you kind of get back out of um, really weird Quark shenanigans when you sure. don't have when you keep losing flips like that. Um, you have Candelabra of Thanos, which is great because you are in a high tide deck. Um, and what I love about this deck, too, is that you also get to play, uh, like, your traditional storm cards. Mind's Desire is my favorite one in here. Because even if you return Mind's Desire to your hand with Quirk, all of the storm copies stay on the stack. So it basically just gives you another chance to recast the Mind's Desire and try to get even more value out of that once you have multiple copies of high tide that are going off.
1: My favorite thing about this deck has to be Song of Creation. I feel yes. like if you're going to add green to this already blue red mm-hmm. strategy without having Sakashima in the command zone, Song of Creation has to be the card that just oh, yeah. it makes you go completely over the top. Um getting access to the green ramp also seems very helpful um and metamorphose. It's just, oh yeah. is just a really a, solid extra really good card I think. oh 100%
2: 100% I love Etherflux Reservoir in this deck too yeah it's just another if you're grip, gonna storm right? might as well storm this is a great way to, to, to storm off and try to win the game there too so
1: but the green offers a little bit more ramp a little bit more card selection mm-hmm. draw with Silveren Library um and lets you go a little bit bigger, I think, in yeah. the blue-red deck. There's a possibility storm in this list, too. Who cares? Right? Yeah, whatever yeah. you get, it's going to be something. doesn't matter what it is. Krog's going to make you do it 400 exactly, times. Exactly, right? Yeah,
2: so you're just going to get maximum value. You have... You know, three color deck, ten basic islands in here because yeah, you are high tide, um, so you get to play like frantic search too. I love this deck. It's high tide and mind's desire. Like this it seems is something like, I'm excited to try yeah, out. Yeah,
1: it seems like instead of cloning your commander, you're just like making a bunch more mana since you're in green, so you can just cast the spell again. Yeah, is that exactly. like what we're doing?
2: Yeah, it's oh, I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, yeah, so definitely, definitely one of my favorite ones. I could keep gushing about this deck all day, but we're gonna move on to. Uh, the many different flavors of Thracios Tevish that have been added. Two flavors. Two flavors. That's a lot, though. Uh, technically three, because the ones we're going to start off with, we're actually going to start with the mid-range list here. Is that um, Medium Tentacles or Tentacle Sushi? So, uh, Tentacle Sushi, I think, is the same as Medium Tentacles. The other one is Six Semper... Tyrannus. That's not we- what I'm seeing. Are we looking at different stuff? Where are you here? Are you on the list in particular? I know the what you The paradox, see. yeah. Yeah, so you're looking at... Uh, tentacle sushi or medium tentacles. Click on both. Click on I both. I have
1: them both up Okay. Here. What's what the is, fucking difference?
2: I don't know because they're not the same names <laughs> as they actually are on here. So medium tentacles is called medium tentacles.
1: Tentacle sushi is called tentacle sushi. On Moxfield. What are you on? I'm on Moxfield too. They're called different stuff there. there. We have
2: 3 different lists that we're looking at. I only see 2. Oh no, there's 3
1: lists that we're looking at because there's a Temorstratios Reanimator. That's a yeah, Temesh that's Thrasios, a dip, that's a whole different that's one. That's a whole other one. Why does that one go in a different category? Cuz oh, these two are mid-range decks and that and one this a one is more
2: deck. hardcore on the reanimator here, right? Oh, so like this is okay. all this in one on has Razaketh and you're trying to go off with, you know, your typical Razaketh shenanigans except instead of being in white for like what regular Razzacats is,
1: you're just in in bug, and you I have an extra, now. a different kind of card advantage engine in your. In Seems your like thing. the differences between the other two decks are medium tentacles plays Seedborn Muse, obviously medium green, medium mm-hmm. tentacles, and technical tentacle sushi is really just a thorical deck. There's no Thrasios, but there is Time Twist. Oh, it's a Doomsday deck. Boom! There you go. Yeah. It wins with Doomsday. There exactly. we go. Exactly. So you're doing some Doomsday stuff Oh, that's good. I like that.
2: I like this too. And then the the, the third list that is. Uh, the Six Semper Tyrannus one I'm telling you about here. This is actually a Tide Spelt tyrant list. I love that. Um, it is interesting. Uh, I, I don't know, because you you can polymorph Thracios away. Am I an um, idiot? I don't
1: see Tide spell tyrant in this deck now.
2: <laughs> no, there's there's a set are you looking at
1: the polymorph one? No, Tevish Thracios Reanimator. Was this one? Hmm. Thrasios Tevish Tide spot Tyrant. I'm seeing that now. That's there another. That's I'm a whole other engine. Yeah. Why wouldn't they all just run them by commander? Why I don't know. Be- I don't know why. <laughs> I'm if. Just put it by Thrasios This would be Tevish me. I know that I have, right. I have no
2: say in any of this, but to me, <laughs> everything that's Thracios Tevish should, should be in, be in one list. Right, I shouldn't number. have okay. to, especially when there's <laughs> multiple things in between them when you're yeah. looking at it. Mega confusing, especially <laughs> right. when you're trying to do content. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this should be set up for me personally yes, no one me else. Personally. Fuck em.
2: What I like, though. Uh, so what
1: are we looking at? Spot Tyrant Tech no. The Tidespot Tyrant six List. Six Semper. All right. Yes, Tyrannus. I see Holy shit. I'm sorry for listening to this.
2: <laughs> um what's interesting though about the the, the tie spout list is that Let's say like Thrasios is off the table. You already tried casting Thrasios a couple times, and he's already going to cost six mana. Like your your alternate is Tevish and good polymorph makes right, good polymorph Right, because it targets. makes a token. But like at that point, you're spending nine mana on a Tidespot Tyrant, so you're you're kind of overpaying for your Tidespot Tyrant. But it's, it is two cards over multiple different turns. Yeah. In theory. Yeah, you can tell me that yeah. too. It's it's a little funny to wrap my head around. I feel like I would rather just play other creatures in I my think, Thrasios
1: deck. I think the goal is to use something like a Jeweled Lotus to get like a turn one Tevish and then like on turn four you spend three mana for a Polymorph and then you really spend three okay. mana for Tides Tyrant. Yeah, that makes sense. So you a like cheat on one to cheat on the other. So yeah, yeah it is a lot.
2: But it does make a, a lot both, more kind of, yeah. So you get to play like Toxic Deluge too. So like you're you're a much
1: more you go a little slower. Build. Yeah, you yeah. go a little slower. Up. Exactly. Any deck that can play Culling mm-hmm. the Ritual, Culling Ritual, not the Ritual, yeah. just Culling Ritual, Culling Ritual, that card is incredible. Oh, especially yeah. in a deck that can really use the mana, mm-hmm. like a Thrasios Tevish deck.
2: And you get to play, uh, you for an infinite mana combo, you get to play um, Power Artifact and Grim Monolith, which oh, is fine. really something you don't see anymore. That's but, great. Yeah, I love I that. Mean, if you own a power artifact, you're looking for a reason to play a power yeah. artifact, right? So, so here's a list for you right
1: here. There we go. Do we want to touch on Thrasios Tevish Reanimator? Um, we did. It's your general Raza-Keth. Reanimator Razaketh stuff, just without the. It's good. The, it doesn't uh, play Dockside Extortionist. So any deck that doesn't play Dioxide no. Extortionist, I'm gonna say yeah.
2: Mm, my that. my only notable cards really for the Thrasios Tevish list that I saw that was like really out of place. Not I'm sorry, out of place is not the right word, but different is jo- Oko. Oko's Ooh. actually a really cool, really cool mid-range piece because you just you get to grind. shut off everyone's good thing. Shut up good. someone's commander, Definitely. Right, shut off their opposition agent. You just get everything back in that case. So, love Oko for that reason. Do you want to talk about another Sultai deck? I would love to. We have big Sultai updates this time. <laughs> so, this next one that we're going to talk about here um, is Silas Kadama actually. Um, so this is a salt list that takes advantage of Kodama of the East Tree's ability to circumvent mana cost, dodge counters- spells, and pull off neat combos. Um, so this kind of wins... <laughs> I win- just think they're neat. Right? I just think they're <laughs> neat. <laughs> so this kind of wins in uh, the same kind of end step vein that you would see Gitrog Monster win. Um, so the main oh, thing that you want to do... I'm going to try my best to describe this, but this is a great Necropotence deck. So if you have a fetch land in play with necropotence out and kadama out which good luck doing my experience with kadama
1: decks is no one lets them stick (laughs) Um, anyone who has mana drain is just like salivating at the kadama decks cast cast it (laughs) you fool
2: but you can essentially pay x life with your with your Necro. 30, maybe. Exactly. To 35. get yourself down to 5 to 7 life, basically. Yeah. You move to your end step. You hold priority after you pick up your pile. Um, and you crack your fetch land to get a land. And because a land came into play, you get to trigger Kadama. And you get to put down another fetch land into play. And then you can essentially keep continuing this combo until you've run out of fetches. For like probably 10, lands. ten times. Exactly, exactly. Out of 30 right? cards,
1: you'll probably draw 10 lands. Exactly.
2: So you'll have, you'll have a bunch of options here. And what you can do in a lot of cases... Um, is, uh, like emergent zone or f- somehow like flash in, uh, other permanents to be able to keep getting, uh, cause now you have a bunch of mana open. So you can be able to keep putting great things into play. Maybe you could court of um, calling
1: for a Thassa's Oracle. Exa-
2: and that's really what you're trying to do. That's a great way to win the game after you've completely took, taking all the cards out of your deck. Um, Which is really cool. Which is really cool. And if you can't get there from there, you can keep just generating advantage um, with stuff like Rhystic Study and Mystic Remora as tables keep going around, too. Feels
1: like a strange Zer deck. Zer used to do a similar trick with Shimmer Mirror, and you would get Necropotence with Zer, and then you would do the same thing, and you try to flash in Shimmer Mirror and put out all of your artifacts and basically win in the end step like this deck is kind of do. Um, This one doesn't have a tutorable option for Necropotence, but Kadama is really good. Kanama is really good. Yeah, right. Kanama is just is just really good
2: in general. What you really want to do with Kanama is make sure that you cast the bad spells so that all of your good spells come into play and they can't counter them. Like that's the best. That's when they say to get around. Counters. That's really the best way to do it. You just have to find a way to get your Kadama around the counters, and then you'll be in good shape. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, but this is a big
1: big brain deck right here. Maluku really like this. is a cool... And Maluku is yes. really good with Kadama. Oh, you yes. Just, it's, it's kind of just confusing how just insanely ridiculous these two cards work together. Mm-hmm. But you're um, basically
2: able to get infinite 1-1 one, one flyers.
1: Yeah, and uh, Tyler's Provisioner also solid. Oh,
2: yes. That's another great one. Love. Uh, Kadama is... So confusing
1: and so powerful at the same six time. Six mana is so outrageous. When I saw six right. mana, I was like, I'm not even going to read this card, and I just moved on. And then everyone was talking about how good it is. It is very good, but yeah. six mana is just outrageous to me. It I mean, is very... It is basically the ceiling right. of our format, I think, when it comes to commanders. Like Niv-Mizzet, um, uh, T- Mono Blue Teferi, which doesn't really see play anymore, no. and Kadama, I think, are like the only six drops.
2: Well, Kadama works better, too, because in a lot of those... Big stack decks that we were talking about. You can wait out to get a Kadama, and Kadama helps you get around Rule of Law really nice, so it can break sure parity does. like that too. Yep. Um, but I definitely see where you're going with that. Like it's it it feels like a tall order to be playing Kadama in a combo deck. Yeah, but it's powerful and it can get there.
1: Sometimes. Yeah, re- yeah. Just resolving a six mana spell and then having to resolve other spells after that feels like just so much work. When you could you could work you could do so much less than that and win the game. Yeah, but. I can't argue with that it's good card yeah exactly
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, the very last deck that we're going to talk about on the main competitive page here um, very last deck is going to be Jagentha the Wellspring this is basically just a five color ad nauseum deck but this time you have a really big fat mana dork in the command zone uh, that can just add a shit ton of mana by tapping it.
1: What I was so help me out with this, um, Giganta can only it can't pay generic costs. So you can only pay for one of your um, ad nauseum mana with it. I guess you use it to m- pay for the other rituals that go up and stuff like Tinderwall yeah. and Dockside and things like that. Yeah,
2: right. So like there, there's still a lot of other things. Or it's it's really good too. A lot of times,
1: what I do. Bring I, to light. It's pretty into... good with bring to light. Oh, yeah. Really Got it. With Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's really good, too. I mean, there's times where like, I, I've i gotten myself into situations where I add when I'm tapped out, and then I go, oh, shit, I can't really win from here. of um, helps you with that. You can kind of help get yourself into you know better spots use it for tutors or something
1: maybe i'm wrong with Brink to like can Gigantha tap for the all of Brink to because it can't tap for a generic cost so it can't cast the three mana brink to light. i honestly am
2: gonna pull up the primer here just to see how this works because i am not sure how that works either <laughs> damn it rebel <laughs> oh okay so rebel rebel your primer is make mana ad prophet. profit yeah that does not help me understand okay. This interaction.
1: So you, yeah. you, I think you use it for like squander resources and 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 just parts of other spells, and you just have an extra, have just extra yeah. a little extra mana.
2: So I, this deck is actually a lot more in depth and in tune than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so very nice, Rebel.
1: I think this just is a good acknowledgement that five color ad nauseum is incredible no matter what the commander is, right? and one that can help you out get some extra mana is solid exactly and i think
2: what we're really seeing (laughs) here is that you know we're going to continue to see other fast ad nos variants with different commanders keep popping up on the database here yeah maybe maybe you'll see I don't know, Ikra brews or something like that, <laughs> maybe at some point, who knows?
1: <laughs> so that's the, that's the main competitive page there. Um, do you want to check out any lists over on the brewers corner? I think, I think we do. Cause there's some actually, do we have time? Let me ask our producers. Yeah. They said we have some more time. Okay. Okay. Thank you very <laughs> much, Steve. I really <laughs> want to talk about prosper too. So I'm glad we're going. So on do
2: I, because I played against prosper twice and I've never I've never been in a situation where Prosper lost the game.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I've only seen it win two games, and that was it. So what's interesting about that is I've never seen a Rakdos deck actually win a game in CDH. And I've played (laughs) with and against them, like, a ton. (laughs) So that's exciting news. It is really exciting. (laughs) This
2: This is definitely what Rakdos was waiting for. A commander that can actually freaking make mana and give you card advantage, like... Whoa, you got the best of both worlds. That's not a song, (laughs) but I made it a song.
1: No, any deck that can play Peer into the Abyss, Bolus of Citadel, Ad Nauseam, and Necropotence, this is my kind of deck. I'm looking at it quite a lot. 100%. It it does all the good Black Red stuff that you want, and Black Red has gotten so many. This whole deck has been printed in like the last two years, besides Doomsday, I think. Like Everything is a new (laughs) card, it looks like, which I'm not... Who cares? It's just... All these cards are fucking new, except for the mana base. Like, the mana rocks are obviously still what they are. And the lands are still what they are. But But you can... All the creatures, most of the sorceries and lands... Mm
2: You can Turbo Doomsday in this list, though, too. I like you that a lot. You can Turbo Doomsday. There's shit with, like, Dockside, Curio, and Magna in this list, too. Um, Tate Pact and Praetor's Graphs so that you can just steal someone else's fastest Oracle, which is hilarious to me at all times.
1: You're limited on interaction, but that's what you get for being in black-red. Exactly. I mean, you don't have counterspells. You do have, you know, Pyro Blast and Red Elemental Blast. But that's not really ideal not a ton no um, but what you're doing is good powerful things and you're gonna have to make your opponents answer you if they don't if they don't have an answer you're gonna be able to so quickly come head out in value I think I think oh, this deck yeah. looks like it can it's an ad nauseum deck that can probably grind a little bit
2: hundred percent yeah I, I've loved this deck every time I've gotten to see it um I I love some of these Oswald lists that are on here, too. Uh, Porcelain Throne is the one that attracts my eye just because its name is referring to a toilet, (laughs) Um, which is usually what mono-white decks are. Yeah. But this does seem kind of cool, though. Yeah, this
1: is... I'm honestly almost afraid to give my opinion on this because I feel like in six months I'm going to be really wrong because I have no idea what the power of this deck is, but it reads really good. Right? So what I didn't realize is
2: I was trying to think of, like... uh, colorless artifact ways that you're able to win the game and search things off of Oswald you can stacks people out with like Uba Mask and Omen Pool
1: yeah and I feel like if Oswald's at 2 mana you're you're playing enough you're probably gonna get Oswald out on turn 1 hopefully or maybe yeah. turn 2 which means that you're starting to tutor for stacks pieces on turn 2 or turn 3 and like get really to do that quickly every turn so you probably find like I don't know. There's a lot of things that you can find. <laughs> there's a lot of things. I mean, there's even a
2: lot of things that like are good to get as you're going up your curve, right? So like Arkham's Astrolabe is in here, which is a great thing to get as you're going up your curve. Um, I, I think the hardest part is trying to figure out you know, what ones are okay for me to sacrifice uh, so that I can keep going up my chain because um, they're all really good in a lot of scenarios. Um, and a lot of times it is what's keeping you from losing the game. Um, so you just kind of have to be a little bit, Careful. I Norn's think. Annex is a strange one to me, but um what I like about Norn's Annex is that you can play it for 3 mana and then immediately go
1: into knowledge pool. Okay, sure. Yep, I get you on that one. That's good. Yeah, so that's fine. So
2: I like it for that reason. Um, I don't like it for any other reason, but it, it is kind of nice that you're able to uh, that pretty one might easily be, go maybe into from five to six. If yeah. you're playing
1: against like a nigila attack or something like that. You yeah, know, exactly. Really that that might there. be a
2: thing too. Because your, your only other five mana, I mean, that is your only five mana artifact. So unless you are running a different five-minute artifact, I would wager you probably want that in there so that you have a way to get knowledge pool sure. with
1: Oswald. And to be honest with you, I have thought once or twice about playing Peacekeeper. So to see it in this list, is, is I think that's a... Um, if you're trying to stop one yeah. type of deck, Peacekeeper sure does fucking do it. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. You want to talk about that. one more mono white deck really quick? Yeah. What one? I would love to talk about all will be one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Elishnorn, <laughs> oh my God! Yes, talk about let's just let's sit talk here about and twenty-five stacks.
1: snow-covered planes. This is um, <laughs> thirty-three creatures. You're playing Elishnorn. You're stacking out the board. This is the end goal. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, in some stacks decks, um, having the commander there, it's a lot of mana. Seven mana is a ton. It's a lot. You're gonna have to wait to get there, but the effect is so mm-hmm. powerful.
2: I've been waiting for a chance to play
1: Armageddon in Cedh. <laughs> like that is. So so freaking cool that you get to do that yep and especially because alishnor is getting rid of mana dorks as well mm-hmm. so you're stopping mana in production in a lot of different ways exactly
2: it sucks that your commander is seven mana yeah um especially in mono white here but i don't think it's really holding the deck back you are yeah. just in like hardcore stacks
1: lock them out lock them out beat them beat them in the head Go Absolutely
2: wide. love it there. Absolutely love it. That's
1: all I want to say about that. I think that deck is sweet, and that's
2: all. <laughs> 100%. Um the other one we were looking at here was this um this man humility deck which is an Ishai Tevesh build. Tevesh
1: busting out again with with this update here. Tevesh is really good and I think has weirdly enough been underplayed. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of talk about it on Twitter, but I don't yeah. see as much actual I don't see the deck as much, um, but I th- I think it was really just really really good. Exactly, but you have a lot of different strategies that you can go with this. I mean, you are mid range ad
2: nauseum, so you can you can you can be turbo. You can turbo out an ad nauseum and try to go from there. You can play a more mid range and control the board board a little bit um, with some you know counter spells, and then eventually win. F- in a couple of turns. I think the humility ways that you is really can, interesting. Right, humility is great, because then you can just slam that down and you can stack out the whole board. Nobody's creatures work, but then you are still able to take much more advantage of that humility in play. Um, especially because uh Ishai's ca- counters stay on. Right? Ishai's so you're can, still can be...
1: sacrifice your
2: things to draw cards. Exactly. So there, there's some really good stuff. Really good stuff. Um, and you're in you're an Esper, so you can just fast as Oracle Consult. And win.
1: There you go. You got Thassa's Oracle console and card advantage in the command zone, as well as a couple fun synergies. It's going to be a playable deck.
2: Yeah, 100%. Um, This is where we'll see uh, a couple of other Kamal variants as well. Different stacks builds on here, too. Um, People have been getting really into Hate Bears list. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, But the other list that I saw on here was Cody. Um, there's four different Cody lists that are all in the Brewer's Corner, and I'm incredibly surprised to see this in the Brewer's Corner, considering that it just demolished Tier 1 Con this yeah. year.
1: Uh, this commander I think has been really good for us we've played three games with it only on the channel I'd only won one of them but the other one I, I could have won if I saw the line uh, <laughs> and the one before that I'm looking to five that's obviously a microscopic sample yeah. size but the deck felt incredibly powerful and in gold fishing I was able to cast ad nauseum mm-hmm. on turn two or three every single time so Yeah, was not a time that I didn't present ad nauseum turn, before turn three Mm-hmm. So I think that's incredible. The ceiling of the deck is incredibly high. But the secret's out. Yeah. The
2: secret's out. Everyone knows how to stop it. Exactly. Exactly. At this point, everyone knows, like, every single thing. So this is a fun deck that you still can play. It's still, like probably one of the most powerful things that are
1: out there it just Um, it demands an answer and a lot of people have an answer because it gets answered everything kills it and everything stops what it does but mm -hmm. if you can stick it and untap and have four mana and then cast a one mana spell you can win the game
2: you have a ton of interaction in cody list too you have a ton
1: of interaction yeah fierce Mm -hmm. guardianship jeweled lotus all these cards are insane with cody Uh, it makes a lot of other already really good cards Mm -hmm. way better Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there's four lists here. You should go check them out individually. I'm not going to talk about the (laughs) little details between them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, those are kind of like some of the the main highlights here. I don't know if you had any other ones that you wanted to talk about. I had a
1: few I wanted to touch on quick. We don't have to go into too much detail. We're going to do lightning round. Lightning round. Riona's Infinite Dance of Fire. This is Riona Fire Dancer. This is a mono-red deck with a two-card combo. Well, I would count this as a one-card combo because Riona is the commander. So, But you need your commander and one other card, and you can win the game. I think that's pretty great in mono-red. Tiamat, Dragon Halls. This deck does a lot of different things. It's a Dream Halls-focused combo list with the upside of being a five-color good stuff backup plan. Um, More five-color decks, I think, are just good I think eventually the format will lead to all of us will be playing five color decks mm-hmm. and when the end of times comes this is another option <laughs> Chatterfang we've played on the channel so it's cool to see on the Brewers uh list you is the same Use as well um extus also we played on the channel so it's cool to see here and getting updated
2: oskir stacks is cool to see more boros options is really cool and especially ways to get uh your stacks pieces out of the graveyard is also really nice to recursion
1: have. recursion in boris R- R- white is like the recursion color now that's why i, I like love black it. i'm just i don't understand what are my card my favorite color does, does anymore i don't know minx is the last one that i wanted to talk about um it's a protein hulk that uses naya colors and um, it's not in black because Minx can allow it, you you can kill your Hulk with Minx. It's also a sack hallow when you need it to be, which is weird and I didn't think about that at all. Um, This deck is really cool. Oh, actually one more thing, another Hulk deck because I think Hulk is still good. Um, (laughs) Timna, Halana, Unified Hulk, Suicidal Hulk. This uses Halana to make the Hulk fight itself and you get a Hulk trigger. Um, I think Protein Hulk is a really good card. It's difficult to interact with combo. Um, It just requires a lot of pieces. Exactly. A lot of new stuff on the deck list database. What are your thoughts overall?
2: I think that CEDH has come to a point where... Everything You can basically do whatever you want as long as you do the same five things that everyone else is doing. (laughs) (laughs) You have as many options for whatever color combination you want to be in. You can play, you know, whatever commander combination or commander you want. But as long as you are playing mid-range, ad nauseum, or stacks, or some variant of those, you're going to be in a really good spot.
1: I think if you're playing ad nauseum or rule of law or one mana mana dorks, and your deck it revolves around that type of plan. You're probably going to be in like a good spot. Yeah, Most of these exactly. decks are are one of that. Mm-hmm. No, we have not
2: seen a lot of new additions to the main page that have just been like standalone commanders that do a thing that's good enough to be competitive. Yeah, everything that we've seen like that, like Oswald here, has been more on the brewer side. Um,
1: but I'm excited to see if. That will change with the next update. mean, to be honest, also, the way that I'm describing it is a little bit almost disingenuous because that is like the broadest that any of these things can be. There is a ton of diversity, but there are certainly similar win conditions that are being used over and over again. To me, that's kind of like my favorite part of CDH players is that we just break the same cards over and over again. (laughs) Every time a new thing comes out, we can just add it to our little pile. um, And our pile gets bigger every set by a lot. So Commander is just... To me, impossibly difficult to predict. I don't think you can realistically say that there is one tier deck or even that any of these decks are better than the others. There's just not enough tournaments. Right. There's all, they're all playing very similar cards. It's just, you can play whatever you want. As long as your commander draws cards or is a combo piece, or maybe if it makes like a lot of mana, you're good. Or it could be a tutor. Or it could be a tutor or a haymaker. Elishnorn or something.
2: Right, yeah. But Haymakers, again, only very specific. Yeah, so small, that's like a point yeah. something. Very right there, yeah. yeah.
1: But if it can do one of those five things, in my mind, is a CDH. You're deck. in a good if spot. If it just makes your stuff big, like plus one counters, it's not. No. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Unless it makes them infinite. Though. Anyway, that's it. Thank you so much for watching. If you'd like to support us directly, you can do so on Patreon, like our $50 patrons. Adrian Grimm, Playboy P, Tommy the Oddball, Swampy McGee, Peter Larson, Angelo Corsi, Lachlan Fear, Cameron James, Jimmy Midnight, Baby Jeebus, and Mario Hernandez. Thanks, y'all.
2: Check out our bonfire store for our awesome merch, including our back to school
1: fall line. If you want to check out any of the cards that we talked about today, you can do so at our TCG player affiliate link down below.
2: Our Ultra Sleeves affiliate link still gets you 5% off your order, so check that out down below too.
1: Check out our website,
2: playtowinmtg.com. We have playmats, deck boxes, and tokens available there.
1: Thank you all so much for watching. We'll see you guys next time. Or listening.
2: We appreciate your listening. How do you, how do you think that one? I think that went swell. I thought that was fine,
0: too. Next week on Play to Win, Best Innistrad Deck. Next time on Play to Win, Best Innistrad Deck.